This is Inspector Toolbelt Talk. Hey, David. How are you? Welcome back to the show. Doing well, Ian. Happy to be here. Hey, so are you ready for another episode of Inspection News? I am riveted. I don't know. Is that the right word to use? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not from this country, so I should, shouldn't be asking you. Well, you know what I'm excited about, though? No? Uh, not, not about that, but more about my <laughs> microphone being fixed. Last few podcast episodes, I, I don't know, something had been going wrong, and apparently my webcam was actually messing up my microphone. So I'm glad to have that all fixed, because uh, now you can hear me a little bit better. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing, though. And that, that microphone hides your goatee really well, too. <laughs> <laughs> no no goatee but uh it it does take up a lot of space this is a large microphone when i when i first got it it had all these great ratings you had recommended it to me and it was just i opened up I'm like this thing is ginormous it's like <laughs> the size of my head it better sound good for the size of it is but uh anyways here we are so with inspection news we just like to keep everybody updated on what's going on in the market whether it happens to be uh, real estate related, how it affects us as home inspectors to what's actually directly affecting us in our industry. And today we actually have a couple of bits of news that are very much affecting us. And I don't want to come off as saying I told you so, but this is actually something that I had been warning our industry about for a long time. And this is the beginnings of it. Me and you were talking about this before the show that Inspectify. So first of all, if you work with Inspectify, we're not calling you evil and we're not calling Inspectify evil or anything like that. This is just the information and basically our perception of it. But Inspectify actually sent out a notification and I have a copy of the email that they sent out. It says, uh, I am contacting you today about a change to Inspectify's pricing structure in California. Beginning May 8th, all full home inspections in the state of California will move to Inspectify set pricing. The email kind of goes on and talks about how the pricing works, and apparently that was released May 8th. I haven't been able to find any information on what that set pricing is. I actually emailed uh, Inspectify and asked them, you know, what's, what's the set pricing, but they haven't responded. <laughs> so that opens up a whole can of worms. Now, at first glance, it's like, oh, that's oh, all right, as long as it's high enough. Here's my problem with it, though, David. Anytime you have a company that has that many inspectors working with them setting prices, they set prices for all of us to an extent. So if you look on the Inspectify website, right on the About Us page, so it's inspectify.com forward slash company forward slash about hyphen us. So it says they have 2,000 plus home inspectors. Now our industry is made up of about 30,000 home inspectors. But only about 20,000 of us are actually active. Like I would say at least, you know, 50 to 100 inspections a year. So that means about 10% of the active industry works with Inspectify. So here's, here's where my worry comes in. So if you're an inspector out in California, you charge $750 for a home inspection. But now you're one of... X amount of home inspectors in, in, in an area, and 20 of them are Inspectify guys. So now, what if they're at 650? How are you going to be that far above what most of the other inspectors are in your area if they're all Inspectify guys? 
So now they've actually set a market standard for us. They're controlling our prices to an extent. And I say, I told you so, <laughs> not, not to sound like a jerk, but <laughs> this is what happened to the appraisal industry. This is what I've been worried about for years. Appraisers, they have a set amount by a management company. That's how it works. Management company takes X amount of dollars and then they pay their guy X amount of dollars. Now they do twice as much work for half the pay. And that's why there's actually uh, an appraiser shortage. A lot of them are getting into the home inspection industry because management companies are just destroying them. Yeah. So that's what that's what I've worried about for a long time. What are your thoughts, David? Am I being too over the top? Uh, we're not saying it's evil, but we might insert some uh, uh, Empire March right here <laughs> from Star Wars. <laughs> is is that is that uh, is that the impression we're giving? <laughs> Inspectify. Yeah. They are not your father. <laughs> Resistance is. Oh wait, that's wrong. No, no, that's the Borg. <laughs> Come on, get your nerd genre right, man. No, I, I see the concern, and and just like you said. You know, whenever you have a large company managing the prices for a, a big section of the industry, that is definitely going to impact all the, even the inspectors that aren't members. So, yeah. And we're not saying if you work with Inspectify that you're evil for supporting the machine. We're all making a living. But, you know, it's interesting. Inspectify is bigger in some areas than they are in others. Kind of like um, the Northeast, you'll get some bits and pieces of Inspectify out here, but not nearly as much as you would in California. California is where they're really, really dense with Inspectify inspectors and in, in Texas, uh, from what I understand as well. But um, that affects all of us even here on the East Coast. So, uh, for instance, just as an example, uh, New Hampshire and New York have been some of the biggest places over the past year where people from California are moving to. I have lots of friends. I was sitting around a campfire not long ago, and everybody there except two people were from California. And they're like, yeah, well, I think I mentioned this on another podcast, you know, but uh, an agent I know, she's from California. Uh, two agents I know are from California. People are moving here from there. Mm -hmm. So now if they move from there to here... What, what kind of pricing is Inspectify setting? Because now they set a standard in those people's minds, both the agents that move in. Well, this is how much a home inspection should cost. This is how much it costs in my area. Buyers moving in. Mm -hmm. Well, this is how much it costs when I bought out in California. So nationally, they're affecting prices. But really, I'm concerned more about California because man that has a deep effect on on you guys out there in california yeah i mean you can understand you know there there's some security some convenience in having that support so you can see why it's a it's an easy sell uh, for inspectify to get you know home inspectors to hop on the ship but they might not have expected uh, this to be coming in the future you know maybe some people expected it and are saying i told you so now but overall <laughs> <laughs> are you calling me a jerk david no yeah. i wouldn't dream of it <laughs> I guess um, my concern is when you look at it from an outward perspective, they're not doing anything evil. They're running business. They're changing an industry. But when you look at the industry within, you're, you are changing an industry. You're changing our lives, very directly affecting our businesses. And we were the ones who fed the beast. We tend to feed the beast. Whenever an industry goes under, we tend to feed the beast. And I'm saying we're going under, but that's what's happened in the past. So giving a management company any kind of power, in my opinion, I'm getting on my high <laughs> horse here because I get a little fired up. It, it 
it takes away from the individuality of the industry. So now the other issue I have with that is the quality of inspections for the industry. So right now, if you're an Inspectify guy, you can say, I charge this much money and this is what I want. and I'm going to do this kind of inspection. All right, cool. Now, what if they say you're going to get $150 less? You're like, well, okay, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to work for that. So it's the same thing with licensing. Licensing tends to push some of the guys that are really good, awesome inspectors out of the industry. Cause now you get a flood of guys that say, Hey, that guy who's been inspecting houses for 30 years. I have the same qualifications as him, even though I've never done one. And that's true. You have the same piece of paper, the same license. So now I charge 300 and he charges 550. Eventually that guy's going to be like, I'm not going to charge 300. I'll find something else to do. They go into commercial inspections or, or something else. I find that it's the same thing with appraisers. Like everybody's like, it's hard to find a good appraiser. I'm like, well, yeah, you got to pay them well. Anybody who is worth their weight, their, what is it? Worth their salt? Yeah, something like that. Or pepper. Or however, I don't, <laughs> I, or pepper. I don't know how those expressions work. You know, they're not going to work for those set amounts a lot of the time. So it takes away the value to the client and the ability of us to be able to say, I offer a better inspection. I charge more. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, uh, yeah, but no, they all charge the same. Yeah. I mean, in a, in a way, I guess it's similar to the Walmart effect. Yeah. They chased out all the small companies, you know, the mom and pop stores, because they cost more to, you know, buy your books or whatever. And then you kind of lose the right to complain when you go into Walmart and you think it's a terrible place to be. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's all that's left, you know. You know, I think that's a fantastic illustration. And uh, I often pick on McDonald's, but uh, I don't know if I've ever told the story on this podcast, but there was a really great gourmet burger place near where we like to hang out. And man, they just had amazing burgers. On our way around there one day, we told some friends about it and uh, someone in the back said, oh man, they're expensive. It was like $17 for a gourmet burger. When I say gourmet, these are like New York City burgers in upstate New York where the cows outnumber people. I'm like, why are they, why are you guys even here? <laughs> There's a lot of meat nearby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's here to get to the cow. <laughs> but um, they eventually went out of business because people are like, oh, that's expensive. But it was a, it was a perceived value because you go to McDonald's now and the whole thing was, oh, it's cheap. It was cheap. And then mm-hmm. their overhead increased. And you know what? It cost a lot. It's like $15 by the time you get a value meal and you want a side of six chicken nuggets and then you end up feeling like garbage after you eat it. I'm like, that's $2 off from a gourmet burger. And people are like, oh, that's so expensive going mm-hmm. for a gourmet burger. I see the same kind of thing happening. I'm just re-illustrating what you already illustrated is now that's what people expect. And now that's all that's there. Mm-hmm. If you want a great inspector, you're going to have to find a great inspector who's willing to work for those prices. You know, back in the 90s, um, average home inspection fee was like 350 ish Now now it's finally gotten up. Two years ago, we did our We're Not Charging Enough episode, and it was around 350 Now it's a little over 400 Yay. <laughs> but that's barely keeping up with inflation, in my opinion. Yeah. It's around like 425, 440, somewhere in that range for the average home inspection. But that's just keeping up with inflation, barely. So it, it was already on a downward trend, and now you have management companies changing the price. So I'm not going to harp on that much longer. <laughs> it does it does bother me. Here's another piece. A home inspector sent me or posted it in a group or something somewhere. If you go to inspectify.pro, so not .com, .pro, There's an Inspectify home inspection company, or at least that's what it appears to be. 
in Dallas-Fort Worth. So I'm looking at the three guys right now, uh, and if you're listening to this podcast, hi, first of all. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening in. Second of all, how does this work? Is Inspectify not only setting prices and having inspectors work with them, but then creating their own company to compete with the inspectors that are supporting their company? You know what I mean? So it's like I, I work, say, hypothetically, I worked for Inspectify, and they're like, oh, this is working out great. We're going to start our own company to compete with Ian. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you, you got your own inspection company now after I kind of supported you and helped build you up. Yeah, I'm starting a competing podcast, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> David's starting his own podcast, yeah. and he's going to call it David Tool Belt Talk. Yeah, Swedish Tool Belt Talk. <laughs> Swedish Tool. <laughs> it's all just going to be the Swedish chef talking into yeah. the microphone. <laughs> oh, man, we just took a turn. Anyways. Back on track. Back on track. So this just has me concerned. That That's all I'm saying. So I'm not saying they're evil. I'm not saying anybody who works with them or for them is evil. They're running a business. Am I saying this is not good for our industry as a whole? In my opinion, very much so. This is the beginning of what has brought down other industries. Inspectify filled a gap that didn't need to be filled, but could be. You know what I mean? It's like, did they need to be there? No, but there was, we, we left a gap for them. So, but anyways, that's the kind of, that's kind of the big stuff going on in the industry right now. It was a little blurb that people didn't really, I think, think too much about. Maybe they did. Maybe they did think about it. But I have. I was hoping for a more fired discussion. It's like, do we not see the forest fire building in the distance? We can see smoke. And everybody goes, oh, man, there's smoke. And then there was, wasn't any more, you know oomph about it. Yeah, Ian's making a big fuss about it. <laughs> I know, I'm making a big fuss, everybody. Come on, fuss with me. <laughs> so, anyways, let's move on to some uh, lighter inspection news here. Well, first of all, let's talk about, um, we'll give a plug for our home inspection app, Inspector Tool Belt. So, we've had some new features come out. Uh, we had our RLG, Repair List Generator, TM. <laughs> so, <laughs> Is it actually TM? <laughs> That, that makes it a legal TM. I don't know. Oh, okay. TM pending. <laughs> TM pending. But a repair list generator, you can turn that on in our app or you can turn it off if you don't want to use it. It allows people to create a repair list from your report. Agents can use it and clients can use it. It's not giving cost estimates. It's just saying, okay, we want X amount of dollars for the bad roof in the report. Generates another report. Works really well. Uh, it's been really popular. Also, too, if you want, you can download an office presentation for it. You can submit it. We'll add our team, put your logo on it, adjust it to your colors. We have an amazing graphic artist on our team, uh, Kim. She'll be happy to take care of that for you. Yeah. What other Inspector Tool Belt bits can we throw in there, David? We do have a few things pending on the horizon. Some of them, on, you know, under some kind of wraps because we don't want to give away our trade secrets too early. <laughs> but there are some exciting things, uh, both for, you know, generating more revenue as an inspector and uh, also, um, you know, to give more control over over the data that inspectors have access to. Yep. So take back our industry is our mantra here at Inspector Tool Belt. Give you, the inspector, the control. Give you, the inspector, the revenue. And that's one of our integrations coming up here is going to give you an opportunity for that. You can use it or not. That's all part of our you take control. Where your data goes is up to you. Then we also have a partnership that's coming up. I really wish I could talk about it because I'm super <laughs> excited. I love those guys over there, but it's another home inspection software. Dun, dun, dun. And we're going to be doing some work with them. 
and they are very much on track for the take back our industry uh, aspect of what we're doing here. So we're very, very excited to work with them. Everybody, you can just kind of sit there and guess and think, I'm not going to tell you. You can message me, but I won't tell you. <laughs> but that's coming out soon. For other news, I thought this was interesting. Uh, I wanted to talk about the real estate market as a whole, how it affects us as home inspectors. Uh, I tend to try to listen to only the really authoritative people and organizations when it comes to the real estate market, because there's a lot of subjective information out mm. there. So this one is from um, National Association of Realtors. So they've been talking about how kind of basically what the feds are trying to do with interest rates is actually kind of backfiring on them a little bit. So just to give a brief overview, when the housing market gets too hot to prevent a bubble from happening, feds raise interest rates. So then people are like, those interest rates are too high for us. So 10, 20% of people fall out of the buying market. And that's hypothetically supposed to level it out. The problem is a large chunk of what our industry is going through is inventory. There's not enough houses on the market. So the way to curb that is either people just need to move for some reason or you build new houses. Mm -hmm. So the problem is builders are like, yeah, we'd love to build, but with interest rates so high, people are waiting for them to come down so we can build new houses. So the cure for the problem is causing the problem right now. I thought it was an interesting concept. People don't move when they have a low interest rate and they're happy with where they are and they can't find something better. So right now, people refinance during the pandemic and they have stupid low interest rates. So if you're sitting on 20 years out of a 30-year mortgage with 3.1% interest and there's nothing on the market, you're not moving. Mm -hmm. We need to put new stuff on the market to get people to move. But lowering the interest rates is also going to compound that problem. Yeah. No, I have friends, actually, that, that have been talking about that. They can't find houses for a price that they can afford. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, there's just not enough out there. So prices get hiked up. Yeah, and it's and it's because of an inventory issue. You know, it's if there's five diamonds and 20 people that want to buy diamonds, those diamonds become really, really valuable. So we, we just need more houses out there is what it comes down to. Lowering interest, I said this with Beyond on our quarterly report that we do. I don't think it's so much interest rate related anymore. Because if you lower it, you have the same problem just in reverse. If you raise interest rates, now you just don't have any new inventory. So it's a compounding issue. Where the housing market is doing well is typically going to be in not luxury housing, but more expensive housing, mm -hmm. where those people don't really care about their interest rate as much. It's like, oh, this is only 1.2 million. Yeah, I'll do this as my home that I live in in August, and then I'll move to my September home. You know, but you know, the average American family, like you said, they're going to run into problems. Like we can't afford a house. Mm -hmm. I watched a smaller, I say smaller. It was 1,500 square foot, so average size house, uh, go on the market for nearly double what it would have six years ago. Wow. No joke. It was, uh, I did the calculations and I don't have them with me right now, but it was a little over double of what it would have gone for just five, six years ago. And I'm like, man, and they're going to get it. They're really going to get it. It already actually said this house has had a lot of views and people are already scheduling showings. And, and I'm like, yeah, they're going to get that. But how, how do you keep up with that? You know, yeah. just five, six, seven years. 
literally i you know i live in a rural area i mean it's only two hours from the city so you know it's it's a lot of commuters but there's a burnt out shell of a house that is basically going to need to be torn down and rebuilt with one kitchen yeah kitchen and a, and a bedroom that's basically it and they want seventy five thousand for it <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey that's a good deal What's the address? Everybody listening might want to hop on that. Yeah, I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll put it in, uh, in our uh, transcript later. <laughs> and there you go. Great investment for the future. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you need a kitchen and one bedroom, uh-huh. yeah, no bathroom? <laughs> oh, it's probably a bathroom in there, too. Well, the way it looks right now, basically basically the whole thing could be a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it is, it, is, it is crazy. I'm seeing pieces of land go for what that land with a house on it would have gone for. It's it's nutty out there. So if we're thinking, hey, why is it so slow right now? It's probably very regionally depending on your market, but it's just an inventory thing. It's not a matter of, hey, I'm not a good inspector or not. It's, there's no houses to inspect. Crazy market. Yeah. A few of the uh, inspectors that I've been doing trainings with have mentioned that they have gotten a lot of uh, new build inspections lately. So it is. it seems like it, there is a trend at least in some areas. Yeah, so that's actually a good point. So while it is interest rates are stifling building a bit, there's actually building that's picking up because uh, people are starting to want to move no matter what, and the only way you can get the house you want now is to build it. Mm-hmm. So if people have the money for that, they're just building it, which is probably an explanation why land is becoming a little bit more expansive in certain areas. Yeah. So that's what we have for uh, for our inspection news so far. Do you have anything to add, David? Um, no, nothing exciting. Got my family visiting in September, but that's not really home inspection news. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I didn't ask for just any news. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. It's exciting to me. <laughs> there you go. I'm glad for you. I have news. My chair is uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Mine is very comfortable. <laughs> uh, how did Michael Scott say it? It's still an announcement. You just don't care about the information. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody, thanks for listening in. And uh, stay tuned for the next episode of Inspector Tool Belt Talk. And the next time we have the segment, Inspection News. Thank you, Ian. Thanks, Devin. On behalf of myself, Ian, and the entire ITB team, thank you for listening to this episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you can catch our future episodes as well. And if you have any feedback, please send us an email at info at inspectortoolbelt.com. Also, don't forget to check out our brand new app for home inspectors, scheduling and report writing all in one easy to use app. Check it out now at inspectortoolbelt.com. The views and opinions of this podcast and its guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Inspector Toolbelt and its associates.